0: Hi, right, welcome, everybody, to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Felt, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr.
1: Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris, and hello to all listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Married at First Sight UK and whatever the final episodes are, Chris. I can't remember the number (laughs) in now. So, like Channel 4 itself, having some technical difficulties this side, (laughs) but we finally watched it, didn't we? We finally got there to the finale. Um, But, Chris, what do you reckon to the last four episodes then?
0: Well, it was all shaping up nicely, Dave. I was expecting somebody to let somebody down and sort of walk away. We got, you know... Dan and Matt had a bit of drama, didn't they? Where, you know, Dan still wants to go to Northern Ireland. We'd had uh, Matt hates fucking Morag. That was brilliant, Dave. I've seen that meme of oh, Matt just sat there amazing. drinking his Prosecco and he, and he had a pop at her. And Dave, look, that fucking Morag, her. The way she just bursts into them fake tears and and makes it all about
1: her. Oh no! Want to break his heart? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, that's it. That I fucking perfect. It's pathetic. It's absolutely pathetic. And and her speech to him was so fucking degraded. But then went. But I want to stay. And I'm like, oh fuck up. I, I think I got to the point with. Luke, where I was like, Luke, it's your own fault. If you can't see that there's a fucking matador stood in front of you with a big fuck-off red flag flying it literally in front of you and you're still willing to take that chance on this girl, then it's your own fault when this all fucking ends in tears because that's exactly what it's going to do.
1: Yeah. I, I, Luke is prepared to go into bat with anyone and defend how Morag and himself are right for each other. And it's just a weird thing to see because I just don't see it at all. Um, And I was very surprised they both decided to stay together. I mean, I'll be honest, Chris. I mean, we can talk about the final dates and the dinner party and everything. But, you know, it comes to it. Basically, everyone's stayed together, haven't they? Yeah. Everyone. And and I genuinely think the only ones who should stay together – and and actually, Dan and Matt, I'll put off to the side because I still think you know if they can get over the location thing, uh, then they seem to be really good together. But Taylor and Adam, I, I think you can see it, can't you? You know, yeah. good chemistry there. Do worry a little bit about you know uh, how obsessive she's going to be about moving into the next phase of their you know married life. But but the others, you're like. Why are you together? Are you together so you get a happy ending at the end of the series? Because, Chris, I didn't realize there is going to be a reunion, so we'll have to cover that next week. Um, and I, I, I'm just not sure. I don't think Morag and Luke should have stayed together. I don't think Amy and Josh should have stayed together either. Um, but, yeah, they, they all of them, they've decided to give it a go
0: yeah it was bizarre i mean amy and josh are probably the least compatible out of everyone now watching it even morag and luke they're they're, at least this morag when she's with luke she's sort of body language is saying body language is saying all the right things but a fucking mouse says all the wrong things with morag but with luke and amy it's just uh, josh and amy sorry it's absolutely nonsense that they're always arguing She's got that princess complex. He's a wind up merchant. There's an eight year—the eight year gap, which you know, I'm—I'm I'm in a relationship with. There's a seven year gap, Dave, and it's never been an issue. Probably me being more immature when I was younger. But Josh, just Josh, literally, like you said, it's so funny. I was listening by that episode, and you said Josh has decided to turn over a new leaf. The minute the producers called him and said, "Do you want to come on this fucking show?" Because he—he he was like, "You're calling me a football." <laughs> Looking at all your stuff, and I don't know him. That's pretty much what he's been because he's 26. Why shouldn't he be single? But he's got the opportunity to go <laughs> on a show and p- pretend to be married. And that's exactly what he's done. So I was the same as you. And and even Frankie and there's something there. They, they love each other, but there's just this awkwardness. However, he was quite sweet, Frankie, when they did that, the sort of commitment bit. He was like, yeah, yeah. let's go and live the rest of our lives together and all that. And I, we've given him a hard time for obvious reasons. And it could be. One, he's awkward on the telly. He doesn't, he isn't a part of this world, so he doesn't understand it or whatever. I'm trying to give him a little bit of slap, but everything I've seen of him, he used red flags. However, I did think he slightly redeemed himself, but I'm not confident they're going to be together in six months, Dave. I'm really not. I think it will be for the reunion. And judging by the VT we've seen, it's all about fucking Morag again. So. That's going to be interesting what goes on there. But I I, I must admit, in Morag's defence, and there's very little I'm going to defend her on because I don't like her and I just think she's a fucking wannabe. And that's the whole point of being on this show, probably like most of them. But I think she's more fucking thirsty for that fucking bit of fame than any of them by the looks of it, is I think Luke's mum would be a problem, even if she was genuine and she was a lovely girl. I think Luke's mum's the big problem because she he's worried about him, but she also sort of puts him down when they have these conversations that I've seen on the show. I don't know she's like in real life but on the show, it always seems that she's, she's literally saying you, you only need me. son." you know, that typical mother thing, like don't, you know, only child syndrome. So, so I don't know how you feel about that, but I've always had a little bit of a feeling that she is looking out for him, but there's also that thing of, Oh, he's going to leave me for another woman.
1: I see it completely differently to that. I, I, don't agree. Um, the, I, I'm trying to think now. I'm trying to replay very quickly back in my mind whether I saw any hint of that. All I saw was Luke. You can tell from his personality, he falls in love very quickly. He's a little bit of a puppy dog, and he just—he's probably done this multiple times. And been hurt multiple times, and every time he's, where does he go? He goes back to his family, goes back to his mum, and confides in his mum. And so his mum has seen this over and over again, and is trying to be supportive of him, but is also, you know, wanting him to make better choices with his life. Because let's face it, from what we can see, he's not making better choices. So. I don't know. I don't, I don't see the mum being a, a problem at all. I think, you know, every time I, I see see that replay <laughs> of um, Morag's friend, like, getting up and saying, you've got a challenge, you know, Morag wants to be challenged and, like, you know, Morag's saying... When Luke is uh, is defending, you know, their their marriage and Morag's not just like sitting quietly she's jumping on the side of the fence of a friend and fucking saying yeah they know me you know and what i want and it's like that whole interaction is so uncomfortable and a friend is just a fucking bell end for me yeah. Yeah. um so yeah i i i just think luke's mom is just looking out for him um and yeah, he's he's in for a he's in for a bit heartbreaking, let's face it.
0: Yeah, I think so. Sam Sam said when we were watching, it, she said, I'm sure I've seen a friend on summer. I don't know whether she's a bit of a wannabe, but <clears throat> what does she want to be challenged to? A fucking flat race, a fucking game of chess? It's just like more I, I don't know, Dave. She's
1: it's just, the way she thought, I can I can see it in my mind's eye now. It's the way she's stood up. You know, it's like, you're in the fucking pub. Calm yourself down. She stood up and like, she's slapping her hand. It's like, fuck off.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I agree with that. She's fucking unbelievable. I mean, when you you look at, and it's all going to be, it literally is the Morag show, whatever you see on social media, on our Facebook pages, you know, messages we get on Twitter. It's literally about Morag and, and what... You know, what she's doing because she has been the drama, aren't she? You know, we we've, we've, we were expecting this massive blow up between Frankie and Marilise, and it didn't really happen. Now, whether that's an age thing, you know, Marilise, to be fair, knocked Frankie down a couple of times, didn't he? Especially that dinner party when her, when him and Josh towards Amy were totally disrespectful the way they spoke to them. So maybe mm-hmm. he's gained respect for Marilise because she's like, no, I'm not fucking putting up with it. I like you. You know, they both said they love each other. I'm not, And that, that's how it should be. I mean, you know, I'm sure, this is, look, you know, Sam Dave. she won't fucking mess about it. if She thinks I've spoken in a bad way, which is, I'm not fucking brave enough to do that, as you know, Dave, but she will not be done a <laughs> peg or two if, and, and she, so she should. And, and and vice versa, if I think she's been disrespectful to me, then I'll tell her. So, so that's how... I'd, I'd tell her by text, Dave, while I'm 100 miles away. But I would tell her, Dave. Honestly, I would. Want <laughs> to get you to tell her that you were disrespectful? <laughs> you know what I mean, though. No, but that's how a relationship works, doesn't it? You should be able to air your views, whether you're in the right or wrong. So, as a TV show, this has been fantastic to watch. It's been dead easy going. It's been four weeks, four episodes a week of just drama, but it's relatable. I think the age. I know some of them are younger, but but the the age difference is what. I miss with Love Island. I think there's just Mm. different conversations to be had. And yeah, it's proved as well. The older you get, you're still a fucking stupid. You're still a dick at times and that. But (laughs) I think you take a step back more in life with stuff. You do reflect on stuff as you get older, thinking, well, my actions, have they caused this, this, and this? I I, I don't know about you, but I'm a lot more self-aware of my actions as I've got older. Whereas when I was younger, I was dead pig-headed and just like, well, if you don't like me, you don't fucking like me. Whereas now I'll take a step back and well, why is this person saying this about me? Why, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I yeah, do yeah. try and mend fences a bit better than I did when I'm younger, And I think having such a wide age group on the show works so well. And look, the yeah. Aussie one's about to start, and I am fucking all in on this Aussie one day. Like, I cannot <laughs> yeah, wait for that
1: Absolutely. To <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um I have really enjoyed this series, I have to say, uh, and like you say, the, the trouble is the the diversity in Love Island almost zero, isn't it? Yeah, uh, you know, you've basically got early twenties <laughs> narcissists who um, who are glued to Instagram and live and die through that. Uh, so. The, the, Chris this last season of Love Island the chat was so fucking dull wasn't it it was so boring these kids have no life experience whatsoever and we love it for the drama and everything but you know it has been interesting in this series where you're seeing more kind of real chats Yes, you're seeing people like Amy you know Let's face it, right. I, I think these matchmakers are a bit crap, or they are just playing the game. You know, they're playing the showbiz game. They're not actually trying to matchmake. <laughs> they're just trying to put together some uh, uh, some people where they're going to get the best TV. Amy and Josh is a ridiculous uh, pairing, Because at the age that she's at, she's absolutely thinking, I need to, you know, have a pretty sure thing here. And, you know, I want to be thinking about babies. You could see from, you know, the first time she had a bit of screen time, she was talking about her pasta and everything. It was very clear that was on her roadmap. And Josh had said, "You know, I'm not a fuck boy anymore." Kind of thing, you know. Since I've come on the show, and it's like, <laughs> dude, <laughs> come <laughs> on, you know. Now, Amy, I, I, I don't like her personality, to be honest. She she is ho- quite a horrible person at times, but she is so stubborn. She is determined to try and make this work. To basically say, "Fuck you." couples that is her motivation now i don't think that's going to keep them together for that long um but you can see it you know she's snarling at the other couples like Adam and Taylor in particular i think she hates it and the idea that they're the last couple They got voted didn't they the, the yeah. last couple at the dinner party <laughs> and she hated that but um yeah so so they're, they're never really gonna work you know can you imagine josh getting that baby conversation it's like yeah fuck that yeah but what he trots out is well, the way he describes it he's talking about moving at his own pace josh amy doesn't have a, a, options on pace here you know and he just doesn't get it does he, no. he he's not he's just thinking i can like casually bob along at my own pace and just occasionally have to defend myself. (laughs) And again, you know, you can, you can look at the actual couple. I have to look at the matchmakers and say, what the fuck are you thinking? So, um, again, probably thinking this will make great TV.
0: (laughs) And you're right. I think you look at, look, look at that. I know they've left, but Megan and Bob, you know, one of the worst match yeah. couples together. You had a fucking Labrador who, who was literally was just rolling over and letting her tickle her belly. It literally, it was like a, a I nearly said it fucking hell. That's this is for a different podcast, but a man I nearly said what they had, but a man who watches his woman with other guys, Dave. And I believe there is movies out there on it, uh on certain sites. But that's basically <laughs> what he was doing, money, when Jordan had a bit with her, and that he was accepting. That behaviour because he's he'd been upset. Megan was an absolute wannabe. I think she's more of a wannabe than than Amy and Morag. Mm. I think she absolutely wants a career. A brother who was a dead leg. He's been on fucking single town, as you quite rightly spotted, and just just as family of. Him and his brought her and a brother, just a family of people who want to be on TV, reality TV. And that's fine. But this experiment for her was just purely, like most of them, Instagram. Did, didn't like her one bit. However, I got pissed off at Bob at the end because he was doing like what Luke does with Morag, where he was defending her when she didn't deserve defending. She was ripping the piss out of him, being disrespectful. And then when people called Megan out, she'd then go back to Bob and go, they're, they're having a go at me. And
1: it's like, <laughs> yeah. they having yeah. a go
0: at you because you're a sly who's got caught with your fucking hands in the cookie jar literally with jordan and then you're trying to play the victim so amazing people on here an amazing experiment and and you can see the dynamics but look at the end of the day dave it's been amazing but i've got to say it's probably going to be one of my best reality shows i've watched
1: in the last couple of years really has surprised me yeah no it has been great and i tell you what chris because everyone decided that we were gonna uh stay together it's building up isn't it to adam and Taya, and you can see adam the way they cut it they were playing with us because it looked like adam was wobbling a bit didn't it yeah it looked yeah. like you know he was enjoying his time in the gym uh cracking body by the way uh, yeah. <laughs> and and like, he was thinking, yeah, quite like I'm a single life and, you know, Taya is pushing pretty hard to like remodel my whole house and, and have babies straight away. So I thought he was going to wobble, uh, but no, the thing that he was actually nervous about and, uh, uh, you know, that he was saying he's not sure about how Taya will react turns out. It's going to re propose because obviously this is married at first sight. There is no proposal as such. And Chris got a bit, got a bit emotional. I, I sort of, it got me that bit. Well, you know
0: what, Dave? I, I'll, I'll, I'll agree with you. However, the reality radar, and I was getting called out when I watched it by Sam saying, Where's your reality radar? Because she said straight away, You know, he's going to propose to her before we'd even got to the stage of seeing the VT and I'm like, no, they're not. And I'm and then she's like, yeah, your reality radar is
1: shit, Chris. And I'm like, fuck off on that. I I think Sam's a bit late to that train. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) She she was
0: slating me when we watched the reality radar. And she called it straight away. She went, you know he's proposing to you, don't you? And then the videos come and she's like, there you go. You can tell by her eyes and everything that he's he's down on one knee. It wasn't like... I did. I bought it like you. I was thinking, oh fuck, what's he fucking done here? Is he is yeah, he bottled yeah. it or something? But no. The more when Sam said it, I was like, oh, she's right as well. There, I'm gonna have to take a loss on this one. Like I say, <laughs> I texted her from 100 miles away and said, yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? But <laughs> he called. But but look, I think they deserve that. It was brilliant the way he did it. Perfect for the show. The fucking producers, absolute fairy tale, to have a proper. Proposal and I th- and I th- look, I think the dead compatible. I do agree. She may end up being the bridezilla after it because she's going to want all this thing. And he's only a fucking Sparky Dave. He's not like he's on fucking millions. So she he, she he lives in Doncaster. He's not in the middle of fucking London or something. So I think she needs to tame her, her uh, expectations on that one. And also a mum. A mum. He's very wary. And I will say, Dave. You know what the biggest shot was over the last couple of episodes? I've never noticed this before, that she's only Um, 25. I thought she was mid-30s, me.
1: Yeah, I I didn't even notice, to be honest. Yeah, I think Uh, think
0: she looks well older than 25. I mean, she's a pretty girl. I'm not dissing her like that. I thought she was about the (laughs) same age as Amy, about 34, 35.
1: Yeah, she does have a, a more mature face. <laughs> you know when you, you know when you're treading across the lake when you're a kid, <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> I'm sure there's a there's a soft bit of ice here that I could fall through. We yeah. all saw the adverts as kids. I'm setting you, know, you up. Huh? Sorry, that's what I feel like. like <laughs> yeah, she does. I would have guessed. As her age being a bit older, Chris. That's, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> right, okay. Let, let's look. at least me who set you up with that. Sorry, but... Oh, no, it's all right. But listen, we, we sort of skipped over, like, Marilise and Frankie, and you said it, it did seem a bit sweet. But, Chris, I'm not buying any of it. There is something so off about Frankie. I don't know what his game is. I don't know whether he's just playing the percentages whether he he's not here for his social media career i don't think no, uh, no. there was a bit there was a bit of me that thought for a while that well he's here to promote his business in dubai but when he's saying like you know he didn't think about moving back to the uk from dubai for one minute you know before he met maralise it's like yeah this, this doesn't stack up it's just, it's as if he's just saying to Marilise what he thinks she wants to hear. Yeah, and you know, I don't know. I don't think you ever got into Dexter, did you? But I watched bits of it. You know, he, all of it. Yeah, but I mean, the whole thing with Dexter was he was a bit of a psychopath, uh, but he he knew what he had to do to fit into normal life. <laughs> I'm not saying he's Dexter, but it's just like. People can fake, you know, saying the the right things, and and I just I still feel like there's this simmering rage just below the surface with him all the time, what? and uh, yeah, it's just I'm not buying it at all.
0: <laughs> what? Well, so if he starts putting plastic bags on the floor like
1: Dexter, because I did watch the first two series, I'll be fucking She'll, out of there,
0: fucking <laughs> lethal weapon two, <laughs> oh, I mean, on fucking plastic carpets, she better get out of there. But no. I agree with that completely. hes, he's she, He has got this simmering thing. And like I say, I've got a friend who's in the army and it's the same thing. I don't know if it's an art because of being in the armed forces, you're so guarded and, and you're always ready for something to go wrong, which you obviously would be, especially judging by what he said about the situations he was in. He sounded like, and I think as well, Dave, just that one conversation we had with her was like, it, it was like he has been a lone wolf. No, he's bit basically, mm. I think he was basically telling her he was in the SAS, but not, by not telling her, he'd done everything else. And he went, oh, well, I'm used to goodbyes because when I left to do this and I did this and he sounded like he's, he's been very isolated. So maybe that's why he's
1: awkward around people as well but who knows maybe look yeah. Chris anyone who calls himself Frank the tank <laughs> I'm not fucking biting it <laughs> I used to call myself Chris the dick Dave because I
0: thought yeah. you'd on me but there you go <laughs> so have you got anything else Dave before we go
1: well, I just say I, I'm looking forward to the reunion. You know, oh, things can yeah. get a bit spicy with the reunion. It looks like oh, it's not Josh, is it? What, what's the Welsh chap's name? It, Luke. it begins with a J. Jordan. Oh, Jordan. Yeah, Jordan. Jordan's Sorry, yeah. back, isn't he? And we saw that he says that uh, Oh, he didn't apologise to Megan. He apologised to Bob. So, you know, he's come in all guns blazing as well, it looks like. Morag is probably going to, you know, realise that Fame isn't enough to keep up with Luke uh, all this time. So, yeah, I'm interested. I don't quite know what the time lag is. I mean, you'd have thought it it was at least, you know it's not a love Island, is it? It's not like we finish on the Friday, and then next week we'll do the uh, the reunion, which is utterly pointless. Um, I'm hoping there's been a little bit, like say, a three month gap with these couples so that they can actually live together and, and sort of see how things go properly. And they've got something to actually talk about. Um, again, not, well, I was going to say not having a dig at Love Island, but yeah, having a dig at Love Island. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, looking forward to that one next week.
0: Well, we saw a contestant of, uh, the contestant. we saw a picture of one of the contestants on the reunion. And I think it's a couple of months at least because I could be wrong and it could be the camera angle and the filter. This person looks like they've had a schnoz. They're schnoz done Dave, which obviously a man of myself who has a rather large nose um, is not averse to potentially having a fucking nose job down the line. <laughs> but one of them looks like they've had a nose job. Now, I'm not going to say which name it is because that would be horrible. But, oh, uh, oh, tell me after. No, no, no. <laughs> but but her name rhymes with Borag, Dave.
1: That's all I'm going <laughs> <Right>. to say. <laughs> Oh, I can't believe it. <laughs> I can't <don't> believe <laughs> what we've done to him. <laughs> oh word. Oh, I mean, that, that's longer than a couple of months, isn't it? It takes, yeah. it takes a good six months or something, I think, to, to recover from a nose job, doesn't it?
0: Maybe it is. Maybe, I don't know. Unless this, I mean, because there's been no social distancing, really, no mention of it. So unless this was recorded before lockdown... And it's been even longer. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. But I'm really excited about that. I agree. I think the little VT we've seen is going to be interesting. And I I hope we get some fucking absolute drama. I really it will just top it off perfectly because this has just been.
1: That's a good. That's a good call, though, about the social distancing, because like, like in the pub where, unfortunately, my mind's eye is now treating me to more eggs mate again. Yeah. There is no social distancing there. No, so they can't have had this one in the bag since 2000, end of 2019, 2020. I wouldn't have thought.
0: Well, don't forget though, Dave, when we watched. Oh gosh, was it the Netflix one? Love, not Love Is Blind. The other one, um, the one where that Aussie to handle. Two to handle the first series. That was filmed a year before it came out because none of them could post anything on the social media because well, nobody knew that they were yeah. contestants anyway. They couldn't hint at anything. And once the show started, they had to go blind because obviously you had that uh, the Aussie guy, New Zealand lad, with Francesca who ended up on Love Is Blind, didn't she? With that guy, you know, as a mate, apparently. But but that was all for a full year before it came out. So it could do... Mm. Unless they finished it, they were filming it before lockdown, and then they had to stop filming and come back to it. You don't know, do you? But you're right. I mean, yeah. The Bachelor, we called out The Bachelor and Bachelorette. They're fucking social bubble. You know, someone who was on season two, episode <laughs> four of The Bachelor, just knocks on fucking someone's Katie's door and goes, hi. Hi. And she she knows who they are. Oh my god! You were just passing. Oh, of course you were. I was passing <laughs> two doors down for the last two weeks while I out self isolated. Of course we were. You know. So I don't. I agree with you. The pub thing and the family stuff. They these the the bubble was getting extended on this show. This has probably got a bigger bubble than the Bachelor, to be honest, and the Bachelorette.
1: Yeah, and the thing is, things have been relaxed here for. I guess a few months now, aren't they?
0: Yeah, yeah, I'd say three or four. It's only
1: really through through the summer, I think. Wasn't it June or July or something that that they really kind of relaxed it? So yeah. I don't know. Interesting, Dave. Interesting. Yeah, I think um, I'm just trying to Google it now.
0: It's just a thought, isn't it? I mean, it's it's in the grand scheme of everything, it's good. But I know, yeah. I, I think you said you'd seen a picture of Moorag and she had two glasses of champagne there, but obviously just herself. So it'll be interesting how this plays out this on yeah. Tuesday. And for the future, I'd be interested just for the future as the experiment mm. more than anything. With Love Island even now love island's finished i don't give a fuck about any of the couples i've not even <laughs> no. seen anything of any of the couples this year because obviously we're not on tiktok like obviously they're like, the, the instagram was with the career but i think tiktok has overtaken instagram now you've got to do both of yeah. hand, hand because like the show reel on instagram that's where they make the money but i've not seen anything really of anybody since they've left and I, and once we watched that reunion show i was like right, that's the full stop on them don't fucking care i'll read about them in six months when they've all split up you know so mm. with these though i've got more i more vested interest in them just just to see in a few months down the line how they go on because i've, I've had yeah. people pie on some of them and they're still together and they've got they have kids and everything that'd be nice
1: mm. so i'm just i'm just reading it up now i, I think it's the nose job thing that's throwing me I I don't see how they can fit that in so uh, the article that I'm looking at suggests and this is for okay it's suggesting that it is filmed all this year but they're kind of guessing a bit as well they're going back over the timeline of the year like when I think it was March you know they started to relax things or, or rather they announced in March and then it was end of April wasn't it they started to relax things and then June 21st was so-called Freedom Day. Now, when they're having all the, you know, the stag do and hen party and stuff, you can get that. You can get them all being in their own bubble. Um, But it's like the wedding situation. Like, how did they get away with putting everyone in there? They can't have all been in that bubble. The whole uh, pub scene, well... (sighs) June 21st was so-called Freedom Day, so so that could have been any time over the last few months, couldn't it? Yeah. They could, they could have quite happily all sat in the pub together. So, yeah, I'll, I'll be interested. But I, again, I, like I say, it's the nose job that's throwing me, Chris. I don't know how she's going to have been able to have got that in.
0: I might be wrong. It might be a camera angle, Dave, but
1: it's look completely different I'll be looking on this for pitch.
0: It. Yeah, I think everyone listening will be now. So anyway, Dave, listen, massive thanks to everyone as always on our Patreon, guys. We really, really love your support. Whether you're supporting us now or you have in the past, anybody who has mentioned the podcast, big thanks to our friends over at BBC Radio Berkshire as well, Dave. We've literally got like a regular spot at the moment talking reality TV. You know, I'm even having to watch Strictly Come Dancing now, Dave. So that's... <laughs> <laughs> Yay! No, no, so uh, no, but honestly, really big thanks to them. Michelle Jordan and some of the other hosts have had us on. It's been brilliant. Uh, I'm just want to do this the old show reel. Thank you, Dave, to all our patrons. So it's patreon.com forward slash cdrealitycast if you want to support us, guys. And today's big thanks go to Lucy, Helen, Brianna, Jacqueline, Noreen, Claire, Amy, Zoe, Joanna, Helen, Libby, Katie, Didi, I can't breathe, Hannah, Ed Priscilla, Susan, Hennessy, Hayley, Lauren, Lucky Lulu Green, and Kent Gustavson. So thank you guys. Dave, that was terrible. I usually can hold my breath there. That was absolutely awful. Big thanks yes. guys.
1: <laughs> uh, no, it's just a bad line. Sorry. I, I was just saying you did all right there. Paul. All
0: right. Oh, thank you, my friend. Thank you, my good friend. <laughs> uh, if you want to email us, cdrealitycast.gmail.com. If you want to follow us on social media, at cdrealitycast. So Dave, thank you for this mate and i have got news for you dave just before we go we've not said we're doing anything or what we're covering next we have got married at first sight australia i have seen dave and i've been teeing you up for this and people have actually been asking for me to go solo on this but i can't go solo without you dave (laughs) the australian love island is starting on october the 11th so that We're not doing it daily. Whatever happens, we are not doing it daily. I I value my friendship with you, Dave, over anything. So
1: (laughs) (laughs) We've got them in the pocket. That is a tough one, isn't it? Um, Because we've got Married at First Sight Australia or Love Island Australia on the table. So for next week, we'll we'll just cover the reunion. Um, We'll have a chat about the maths reunion and then we'll We'll make a decision somehow. Uh, then I'm, I'm thinking might have to throw it to the patrons, Chris.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's fine with me.
1: Do and a little uh, poll. Yeah, and we've got. Um, I mean, the Circle. I don't think that's finished yet, is it? On Netflix? No, we haven't even gone through but, that. I'd yeah. like to do that. I
0: do like the Circle, just just more for watching it, even if we don't cover it, or we just do a one wrap up episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like the circle. It's it's dead easy watching. I love the experiment of it.
1: Let's let's discuss it and we'll probably put up a Patreon poll and then uh figure out what we do next but you know really? I do love the four episodes a week <laughs> Chris of Married at First Sight I must admit uh, not trying to influence anyone well anyway Chris <laughs> this this has been great
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go no it has mate it's been great fun and I just love the fact that we're going along with these different shows now it's brilliant
1: yeah yeah definitely <laughs> All right, mate. Well, thanks very much, sir. And everyone out there, thanks for listening. And we'll speak to you next time. Take care, everyone. Bye.